This is a Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu slash library. So, I want to find out about being a college photographer. So, a couple months ago, maybe more, I can't remember, uh, one of our advisors here at the, uh, at the school, Jeremy Kingery, filled out his employee spotlight. And for the title, Dream Job, he wrote, I want Glenn Carpenter's job. I thought, wow, how do I take that? Is that you know, a threat? Uh, I'm not quite sure. But I thought, you know what? I am pretty lucky. I, you know, I have my dream job. So thinking back in time, 22 years ago, 1990, I answered an ad in the Chicago Tribune. Now, for those of you a little bit younger, the Tribune's a newspaper. That's where we used to look for ads instead of monster.com. Anyway, so I read the ad and thought, this is exactly what I've been looking for. So I applied, and I was fortunate enough to get the job. So I had it all at that point. I had all the professional gear, most all of it, and a business card. And I thought, I have arrived, and I was very excited. Now, when most of us enter polite conversation, what's the first question we hear? What do you do for a living? So when I'm asked that question, boy, at first I thought, wow, I get to say I'm a photographer. I thought that was pretty cool. And then came the most difficult question. I should say one of the most. Where are you a photographer? You say, oh, I'm a photographer at Moraine Valley Community College. And then the looks. <laughs> they look at you, and at first I didn't understand you know, what they were thinking. Of, you know, why, why give me that look? And then as, as I found out what they're after is what do you do all day? And I think most people think, oh, you can't possibly fill your day with taking photos. And uh, today I want to talk about what I do and just how you can fill your day taking photos. So anyway, the question or the answer you give people is, you know, what, what kind of photos do you take? And initially you think, boy, I could talk about marketing. I could talk about all this stuff. And the easiest way to sum it up is propaganda photography. We're in charge of making the college, telling the story, and making the college look good to students who may be deciding to come here. And usually you say propaganda, and they all chuckle, and then you get an opportunity uh, to discuss it. So you see we've got a photo up here of Superman or Moraine Man, or even Keith Nabb, who is our professor of the year. So this is just a small idea of the type of photography I do. Then as I started getting into the job more, I found that it was not just that marketing or propaganda photography. It really came to recording the visual history of higher education, and specifically the visual history here at Moraine Valley. Now, if you look up on the screen on the, on the left side, you see our current president, who won last night, uh, Barack Obama. At the time he came to visit, he wasn't our president. He was a senator. So this is a, a history moment. On the right, you see Vice President Dick Cheney. Same thing. He wasn't vice president, but when he came, I was there to take his photo. Now, the middle photo to me is a little more interesting. You may or may not be able to see it, but two students at the time that went to uh, WGN to talk about Moraine Valley were just students. They may have been involved in activities. They may have done some things unique to the school, but 
Later in life, both of those students became board members here at Moraine Valley, Mark Weber and Lisa Shanowski. And here they are in the same photo. And I thought, wow, I had no idea when I was taking this simple group photo that this would actually be a fairly historic moment. History happens all the time, okay? Who, know, who remembers Bill Clinton? Come on. All right, good, I don't feel that bad. All right, at the time, everyone remembers second term, or was it just, ah, uh, memory's failing. Anyway, the infamous hug of Monica Lewinsky. All right, no one knew at the time when they took that photo that that would actually be a, a, one of the most remarkable photos of the time. So history is, cur is always happening around us. We may not know it, but it's there. Um, just a little side note, the photographer that had that image was actually shooting film at the time. Because you didn't just cut out single frames of film, the entire strip was left and he had that photo of Monica and Bill. All the other digital photographers had deleted those shots because it was nothing. So there's a little something to remember. Save those photos, they might be interesting someday. This is a, a really interesting story. Um, Back in the early 60s, Ole Miss, the University of Mississippi, did not admit black students. Okay, does that seem weird to anybody now? That that would actually be an issue? Well, it was. So, James Meredith was the first black student to go to Ole Miss. This was serious stuff. This just wasn't minor events of the day. This was big time. So James shows up to class walks in and sits down. As soon as he sits down, all the white students stand up and walk out. If you look at the photo on the left, you'll see books left on the desk. They just walked out. At that point, Ed Meek walked in. Now, the president, President Kennedy, told everybody, no photos of this. This, is, this could really go badly, this event. Well, Ed Meek walked in and with, opened his coat up, had a camera down at his waist, and took 14 frames. Never focused, never looked at him, just shot as quick as he could, and got out. Showed nobody those photos for 50 years. And just a few months ago, he got them developed. I'm not sure if they were previously developed or what, but they, the photos became uh, public. You know, here is a piece of history that is significant in the life of Old Miss and the United States to see this. And there was a photographer there to capture it. History is important, very important. So then on, on, the, on the right side, I see a photograph of James Meredith with a statue at Old Miss honoring what he had done. And there is Robert Jordan took the photo, who is the Old Miss photographer, you know, just like me but at a different school. So here it is, history coming around, and you've got a picture of the first day a black student went to Ole Miss, and now he's being honored with a statue uh, at the university. So history is happening. It is very important, and we need to record it. So that's why I should get paid more and be honored more. <laughs> Sorry, you've got to get those in there whenever you can. All right. Now, Marine Valley... You know, you think about our time here. I started in 1990. Things are not as tumultuous as they were back in the 1960s. Um, but we have great stories here. Students, 
Our students are amazing. There are things that they have overcome, challenges. Maybe they're the first time one of their, in their family to come to school here. Think, think about a person who's been out of school for 40, maybe 50 years, and they're coming back. That is a significant undertaking, and they do this on a regular basis. And I get the opportunity to photograph them. I get the opportunity to hear their stories. You know, it's not just walk in, maybe just put them in the studio and take a few shots. It's, I get to talk to them, ask them about their life, find out what's interesting. And I, I just, I treasure those moments because their stories are truly amazing. You know, see these three people up here. These were all what we consider non-traditional students. Either they came back to college a little bit later, um, maybe you know, the gentleman in the middle had an accident and it took some significant effort to get back. Great stories. And uh, uh, we, we love to tell their story. We mentioned this a little bit earlier. We were fortunate to have uh, Barack Obama come as a senator. Now, at the time, I think some of us knew, hmm, I think he's got a future. You know, he might do something. This is a, a dynamic individual. Um, did, we have, did we know that he would be president? No. Some people may have thought that. But we had no idea. But yet, as the college photographer, I got the opportunity to go photograph him, you know, meet the man, uh, which I count very significant, um, and uh, have this as Moraine Valley had the future president of the United States come and speak to its students. Not only is that encouraging to me, I think to those students who got to meet him and those who got to attend that event, that's a pretty cool thing, you know, when you think about it. Because we all know, you know, first black president of the United States, that right there is history enough. It should be, it, we, that's enough said. The other thing that we do, or college photographers do, is we document the construction. You know, it might seem a little, eh, you know, no big deal, but pretty cool. Uh, if you look here, you see A, B, G, and L. No, not B. A, G, and L. Who would have thought this campus would come from this? This is pretty significant. Back then, I think there were people who thought, what are you doing building a college in the middle of a sod farm? And then look around us now. I mean, this is a, this is a great campus. Uh, go to any campus around, and I'm, I'm sure you'll find that our campus is very uh, impressive. So that's a lot we do. Now, the coolest part about this is I get to go in a helicopter, fly around, take pictures of things. That's really cool. Until you're up there and all of a sudden you realize you don't have your seatbelt on and you're leaning out the door of a helicopter. Right, hold on, I think I better make some adjustments here, but great opportunities. One of the things that I want to talk about is when you're recording history, you're a non-participant. So if I go to a lecture with Eric Michael Dyson, he's a provocateur. He says things to get us riled up. I want to raise my hand and go, no, 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 but I can't. I'm there to record the event. But this is, this is great to get to hear these speakers. Um, I was in a class oh, a couple years ago. And a student raised her hand and said, you know, at Kent State in 1970, the governor ordered the National Guard to shoot the students. Is that true? Anybody? Nobody? The governor didn't order it. Nobody knows why those uh, guardsmen shot. But a student put this idea out there that the governor of Ohio ordered the murder 
of U.S. citizens by the National Guard. I wanted to stand up and go, no, that's not what happened. But as a non-participant, I can't interject myself into the scene. Now, everyone look at this photo. Okay, This is one that ran in the newspaper. See anything different from this one? Anybody? See that pole in the top of her head? Looks like she's getting stabbed with a fence post. Okay, everyone knows Photoshop, right? So even back in 1970, they were Photoshopping images before Photoshop. So it's nothing new. Anyway, I just thought I'd point that out. Um, but this image changed how America viewed the Vietnam War. This was one of those moments where things changed. So history, again, is incredibly important. Okay, uh, one of the privileges of being the college photographer is I get to meet these folks. Everybody know who Jamie Farr is? Klinger? MASH? MeTV? No, okay. Google it. Great show. <laughs> anyway, so Jamie Farr comes to talk. Now, he's Lebanese, and he's going to talk about we had a Center for Peace and Conflict Resolution and how we dealt with each other in different groups. Jamie came to talk. What a great guy. After, you know, we do VIP photos, which is, you know, you stand there and smile and, you know, with all the very important people. What was interesting is, towards the end, Jamie looks at myself and the, our, our video shooter and goes, you know what? Nobody ever takes your photo. So give your camera to somebody else and stand up here and take a photo with me. I thought, what a guy. He's thinking about me. Like, this guy is very, very cool. Um, you get these opportunities to meet people that are just, you know, tremendous. Uh, and I count, you know, President of the United States, very cool. Meeting Jamie Farr, pretty close. He was a great guy. Okay, the other thing is, back, this is right when I first started. I was only 24, 25 years old. Uh, the governor comes. So here we've got the governor, all his press people, very important. We've got senators, we've got congressmen, we've got the vice president, got my boss there. And the governor makes a speech, and then we go to the next room, and it's the VIP photos. So I go ahead of them. I get in there, and I, I get my camera. I'm all ready for this and looking all spiffy. I probably had a tie on at the time, which is really unusual. And we all walk in there and stand, look around. Nobody's doing anything. Here's the governor, and here's all the, my boss and vice president, president of the college, and nobody knows what to do. I'm like, okay, I guess they're looking for me. So I went, all right, governor, you stand here. Dr. Crowley, you stand here. Take their photo. And then I said, everybody else line up, and after the photo, step out. So here's a 24-year-old photographer telling the governor, the president, vice presidents, senators, and congressmen what to do. I was amazed. I thought, holy cow, this is incredible power this camera gives me. <laughs> but it taught me something. I learned how to deal with people in those situations in that one moment. And that has become pivotal in what I do you soon realize that everybody is looking for direction. And you can calmly say, you know what, why don't you stand here? You come over and stand here. They want to look good, and it's your job to make them look good. So it was a great, 
opportunity to learn about the job I was doing. I was amazed it got pulled off. I was a little scared. I think I got done and the adrenaline you know, stopped and I started shaking, but a great opportunity. There are times when you shouldn't take photographs. Uh, I had the privilege of working with Dr. Crowley. I'd been here about a year when Dr. Crowley became the president, and I soon learned from watching him, those subtle glances and those, lo those looks, when it wasn't a good time or when he wanted his photo. It's really important to watch that interaction with people. To me, that was something we developed over time, and it really is important. Another time to not make a photo, and I'm going to let tell a little secret here. I hope I don't have to ask. Everybody remembers 9-11, right? I remember being in my office. It used to be a back door through that room right there that came out here. And I walked out, and I walked by a television, and I saw the, the plane hit. And I stood there, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And at that, within those, I don't know how long I stood there, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and I thought to myself, this changes everything. It will not be the same from today forward. Um, went back to the office, and I put the camera away. So, here's the secret. The day of 9-11 here at the college, there are no photos I took. It was a conscious effort to experience, to be a participant in something I felt was going to be life-changing, world-changing event that would change everything. Um, only one other time have I done that. Um, I was visiting in Jerusalem and went to the Holocaust Museum, and it didn't feel right to go there with a the camera. I just set it aside. So, don't tell anybody that this is going on YouTube. Anyway, that I didn't take any photos on 9-11. Now, the subsequent years when we celebrate things, when we talk about them, I f those are times to make the photographs. But that day was far too important uh, in the history of the world and our country. That was in my thought. Okay, now the best part of what I do. And I think this is why Jeremy wants my job. Um, you get to see this campus. You get to meet the people. You get to just go out and make photographs. Every day, I try to wake up and tell myself, I get to make photos today, and they're going to give me a paycheck for this. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. So I get to walk around campus, you know, see the F building, uh, set up a shot with the volleyball team, who I think are still undefeated. Anybody tell me? But they are just going crazy out there. Great volleyball team. Uh, the day after the big blizzard two years ago, got to walk the campus see things that nobody else sees. Record that, because someday we'll talk about that blizzard. Just see things differently. Walk out of the FPAC, see the gateway lit up. Wow, this is going to be a great photograph. I get to make that. Okay, This is why Jeremy wants my job. See the campus early morning. You know, see the geese swimming in the pond. And go, wow, this is amazing. Try new techniques. Now, show hands, Photoshop, anybody? Not Photoshop? Not a bit. This is completely in camera. So you get to try new things. You get to experiment, be creative. I mean, that's, I, I, don't tell anybody, you can't put a price tag on that. 
the opportunity to be creative is truly wonderful. Um, you get to see things like this kid with the fireman's hat. That's his dad's hat at the first fire academy graduation. To see that happening and to make that shot, uh, that's magic. You know, sports photos are fun. You're capturing that very instant. Rarely do we see that. We see the whole thing in motion, but we don't see that split second, which is really cool. Or, you know, after the scoring, at the winning run, somebody slides in head first and comes up, you know, you get, to, you get to capture that. And this is truly the best part. This is someone's first. Kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. This is somebody's first year at school. It could be the first member of their family to go to college. You know, it could be, in this case, maybe it's the first graduate. You know, the first degree. The first, I hope, of many. But you get to be there and capture that. Now, it can be a struggle. You know, I figured out this is my 38th year in school. From the time I started in kindergarten and working every year here, 38 times I've been to the first day of class. I don't know how many graduations. 22, mine, my kid, I don't know. Way over, you know, close to 30 graduations. But I have to remember, this is somebody's first. Make it special. Make it memorable. And it keeps you excited about going to these events. So that's what I do. Oh, Jeremy, you can't have my job. <laughs> this is my dream job. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu library.